Chris Orlov here. Welcome to another episode of the Getting to Club podcast. A couple weeks ago, I was reading up on what I found to be fascinating research, and it was about little kids, in this case, three-year-olds. Okay, so in this research study, the three-year-olds had a crayon box, and the adult next to them emptied the crayon box and filled it with candy and then shut the crayon box. Okay, so this three-year-old knows there's candy inside this crayon box, and now the crayon box is closed. So nobody from the outside who didn't see this whole thing happen knows there's candy in the crayon box. And in this research study, they would have somebody come into the room, somebody who did not see the candy stuffed in there, and they would turn to the three-year-old and ask, what does that person think is in the crayon box? And the three-year-old would answer, candy. Now, why would they answer that? You would think they would answer crayons because the person walking into the room didn't see that candy was stuffed into the crayon box and the crayon box is closed. And yet the three-year-old says candy. Okay, now fast forward and they did the same research study, but this time with five and six-year-olds. And it was the same thing that had a crayon box. They emptied it of its crayons. They stuffed it with candy and they shut it. So nobody could know there was candy on the inside unless you saw this whole thing go down. And then they invited somebody into the room. And the researcher asked the five and six-year-olds, what do you think that person thinks is inside this box? And those five and six-year-olds would always look at the researcher with almost a, what do you think, I'm stupid look. And they would say, crayons. The person thinks there's crayons in there. They didn't see the candy go in. There is something that happens to human beings between the ages of three and five or six years old that allow us to perceive what it's like to be another human being, to be in their shoes and to look through their eyes. And I would argue that this is the most fundamental superpower of great salespeople, great marketers, great entrepreneurs, people who are responsible for really generating revenue for their business and growing the company. In fact, all of them, all of the best, great sales leaders, salespeople, marketers, entrepreneurs, they instantly go into that frame in any sort of situation, right? They're not just passively thinking, oh, how would I feel? They are closing their eyes and mentally visualizing, if I were this person, how would I perceive this situation? Okay, and if you can get yourself to operate from that level more often than you are now, I would argue you are going to have a greater chance of big time success. Okay, and I've also noticed that there isn't really a word for this. Okay, we're talking about empathy on steroids. And the word empathy by itself doesn't really do this state of being justice because empathy is kind of pass passive. There's just, I mean, empathy is great, there's nothing wrong with it but I'm talking about something far more proactive. I'm talking about closing your eyes, visualizing your customer, walking behind them and stepping into their skin, so to speak, and then perceiving the situation through those eyes and now charting your sales moves or revenue generating moves from that perspective. And I will tell you, you will take different actions than what you're taking now. And so just to prove this to you, I want you to do a quick exercise if you're driving and listening to this, either pull over or maybe just do it later, but don't close your eyes while you're driving, please. <laughs> I want you to think about your product or service. Maybe you sell SaaS or something similar to it. 
And I want you to rate how valuable you think it is, right? Scale one to 10, how valuable do you think it is? If you're like me, right? I sell P club for business, for teams, 10 out of 10, right? I think this is a 10. Now I want you to imagine your ideal customer. And in this case, maybe a prospect, not a customer. And pretend you're them, like really get into it, step into their skin, imagine what it's like being them. Imagine having their fears and frustrations and hopes and desires and dreams and aspirations and fantasies and what have you. Really get into it. And now look at your product or service through their eyes. And now rate it on a scale of 1 to 10 in terms of how valuable it is. Now, was there a disconnect between how you rated your product or service and its value and how you rated it once you were seeing through the eyes of your customer? If you're like most people that I have do this exercise, you probably rated it a 9 or a 10. And then when you put yourself in your customer shoes you probably rated it closer to maybe an eight or a seven or somebody or somewhere in that ballpark. But there's usually about a 20% disconnect. And the message I'm trying to get across is if you can figure out more often and more proactively and more deeply how to operate a sales situation with a deeper respect of your customer's perspective, if you're using that innate superpower that we all have, but don't tap into as much as we should, then you will be in a far, far better spot if you can operate from that place. So that's all for today. Short episode. See you in the next episode. Meredith Chandler here, head of sales at P Club IO. If you like this episode of Getting the Club, please leave us a review and hit subscribe so you can join an exclusive community of top sales practitioners who are the first to get our insights published multiple times a week. Also, feel free to share this episode so we can continue to grow this community and provide even more high quality content. See you on the next episode. <laughs>